Welcome to Nostalgia Entertainment System, the podcast where Paul eats the microphone. Oh, Josh, I made a mistake. I shouldn't have taken a big bite out of this microphone oh, first just, thing. You you did a classic McGruff and took a bite out of that grime. Yeah, I, mis- I misheard what he said. <laughs> you always think he's biting into mud. Yeah. Or like just dirty things like on the, on the uh, bathtub. You mm-hmm. get grime on there. You know he's always sipping that mildew. Yeah. Oh, McGruff. Oh. Whatever happened to him? I don't know. Well, he's a dog, so he's probably dead. Well, yeah, that's probably true. I did see uh, him at a function. <laughs> function? Well, I, it wasn't a festival. It might not have been an event. I don't really know what was happening, but there was a guy in a McGruff costume. Mm. Um, and, you know, it's kind of weird, but uh, he was giving all the kids hugs. And that's not what I think of when I think of cop dogs. I think it sets a bad precedent. Mm. Maybe he's frisking all of them. You, should, you shouldn't be frisking those kids. What if they have drugs in their pocket? Okay. If that's his excuse. That's that's his excuse. All right. McGruff hey. the crime dog sounds like more like a McGruff the pervert dog, if you're asking me. Yeah. Sounds, uh, I don't know. I don't think I ever liked him. I didn't like that trench coat he wore. Well, I mean, he's also a snitch. He sucks. Yeah. Fuck you, McGruff the crime dog. You know who doesn't suck? Who? Our guest. That's true. Today, also, welcome to Nostalgia Entertainment System. Um, I already said that. That's how we opened the show. Welcome to Nostalgia Entertainment System, the show where Paul eats the microphone. Oh, well, we didn't say our names. That's what threw me off. I said your name, and then you said my name immediately after. Oh, wow. Really? This happened literally less than a minute ago. (laughs) Okay. Um, Sorry, I'm about uh, a sip into a beer. (laughs) (laughs) Introduce our guest. Anyway, today we have with us a good buddy of mine. Ethan. Hello, Paul. Hi, Ethan. Welcome to the podcast. I didn't know if you had credentials you wanted me to introduce you by. Credentials? Yeah. And so I didn't give you any. I don't think I have any, so. Okay. That have, that's that's a lot. It's like our friend person. <laughs> Very, I don't know. There's a handful of people where it's like, oh, I can introduce them as like a thing because they'll do stuff on the internet. But that's not that many. Mm-hmm. I think the If most... only we could have more famous people on here. Yeah, Ethan, why aren't you famous? Why aren't you famous? Wrong place, wrong time. I mm. guess so. That mustache could probably make you famous. Have you ever tried marketing? Marketing my mustache. <laughs> yeah. It is a very nice mustache. Thanks. I, I don't do anything to it. What? At all? At all. You not even like trim it when it needs to be? You just, kinda, you just let it go? Work. Let it go. Wow. I heard a rumor that you like to bite off the ends with your teeth when it gets too long. It's not intentional. <laughs> That's what I know I need to shave. If I start like eating... <laughs> Like my facial hair, and it's like if I start like eating the mustache hair around like the corner of my mouth, or if I just start picking at it, then it's it's too long. Mm-hmm. And that's when I know it's like, all right, I'll take I'll take the five minutes it takes to trim everything. Nah, you just gotta let it go. You gotta grow it out. Oh, I I did last all of last year. 
It's like, all right, well, let's see how long I can go. And I went for a while before I was like, I'm, it's too, it's like, it's so itchy and uncomfortable. You got to get through that phase. You just got to oh, no, suffer can't. through it. I can't because my, my facial hair, I'm Asian. It looks bad. It's patchy and gross. See, I do a similar thing with my head hair in that I don't wash it with shampoo. I was telling you about this the other night. And I still don't believe you. Wait, what do you wash it with? He I just, doesn't. I rinse it. He gets you got to wash your hair at least a little bit. Mm-mm. You shouldn't wash it every day, but no. you should wash it. No, you don't need to. If you go, if you start, you either have to wait like with your hair like a month or like three months, and then eventually your body starts producing all the natural oils to clean your hair off. So my mm. hair's not greasy or anything. I can't really, I can't do that. I can't either. All you got to do is absurd. start from scratch. You shave your head and then uh, it grows out perfect. You don't got to do nothing. Mm. Did you shave your head? I buzzed it. I didn't shave it. Mm. Same thing though. No, I know it's not the same thing, but same effect. Marginally. Yeah. Well, for the hair washing, I mean. I uh, I don't, I don't, well, I don't know. I really don't, uh, I'm no hair expert, so I can't really weigh in. All I can say is that I don't think I could do that because like I will go through phases where my scalp is like terrible and itchy all the time. Like I needed to buy like, I've never bought clinical strength anything at the store, but I bought clinical strength uh, head and shoulders. Let me tell you, that thing works wonders. I haven't had dandruff in a month. Hmm. So if, hey, head and shoulders, let's, uh, Johnson Johnson, that you, uh, ring, ring, let's get us some sponsor money here. I'll, I'll, you I'll, want sell, them I'll to shill. propose to you? No, I'll, sh- I'll shill. Ring, ring. Ring, ring goes, uh, my telephone saying, hey, we got money for you. Oh, I thought you were saying ring, ring as in you wanted to get proposed mm. to and you had your hand up like that because you're telling me to hang loose. No. Uh, speaking of telephones though. Uh, and I promise this will make sense, but we're we're recording in 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 the new my new office. This is the first recording we've ever done in here. That's true. Usually we're recording at Josh's apartment in the living room, and now we're here in a, another space that I pay for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I have no idea what this is going to sound like. I put up uh, some like foam on the wall so that it's less echoey. I bought a very large moving blanket from Harbor Freight so that it's less echoey. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got lots of pictures of babes that you hung up. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's pretty much a uh, Playboy magazine in here. Mm-hmm. A good half of them are Lola Bunny, though. I'm not going to shy away from what I like. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, look, I like it. Yeah, I've got an erection. I'll say it. Mm-hmm. We right can now, say that. yeah, I've, yeah, right now because of Lola Bunny. Mm-hmm. Yep, all these pictures up here. And you've also got that carrot in your pocket. Oh yeah. Oh, you know what? That was it. Oh okay. That's in case I ever Ooh. meet Lola Bunny. <laughs> Be like, hey. So here's, here's anyway, anyway, you can use your blanket as a green screen. It's green. You can. Oh, you that's can, true. You can go video now. I can. We could do a video podcast. I've thought about it. It's like, oh well, but I can probably like set up cameras or something in here, and then there's one right in front of you. There's one right in front of me, but then I also need more cameras because I'm I'm not going to do a one camera podcast. What is that? This is an amateur hour. This is a nostalgia entertainment system where we spend more money than we make, or mm-hmm. I do. You got to go get one of those like VHS recorder I things, like old school. Someone that I watch and like watch they, they like on Twitch, he changed his whole setup to be like analog hardware. So he has like several, maybe two like old Sony VHS camcorders that he plugs into like a receiver and then that plugs into his computer. I'm like, that's, that's cool as hell. And you get like the real VHS looking effect. I'm like, wow, that could, that's pretty cool. And it could maybe be affordable. So maybe 
Yeah, I feel like that kind of technology is at that point where it's like it's it's either or. It's either very expensive or dirt cheap. Yeah, because people are like, oh, whatever, it's like useless. So if you bought it now, I'm sure in like 10 years, it'll be like, oh, that's a valuable antique or well, something. Well, you got to get in now before people start doing it. That's true. It's, it's probably it's, cheap now until it takes it's off. Gonna cat, it's going to catch on. You can be a pioneer. On. I could. I could, and I like being a pioneer. I've never pioneered anything, but I know I like it. You ever, ever played Oregon Trail? Yeah, I was going to ask the same question. I've played Oregon Trail. What did I say? Did you say Oregon, like the state? Yes. You, yes. Well, you guys are talking about two different things. Yeah, I've played Oregon Trail, which is Oregon Trail, but it's zombie-themed. Oh. It's fine. I don't really, I don't know. I, I, I never played Oregon Trail when I was a kid. Never? No, it never showed up at school. We could play, um, you can play it still, like you can find emulators online. In fact, uh, myself and PJ, former guest on the pod, we did that just yesterday. Yesterday? Yeah. Wow. Did, did you win or did you get syphilis or chlamydia or whatever it is well, dysentery think, yeah you're dysentery <laughs> dysentery we actually did really really well we so we first off we played as a farmer which is the hardest way to play because you have the startup with the least amount of money um you can start as a banker a carpenter or a farmer and then you know bankers got the most money carpenter has the second most amount of money farmer has the least amount of money to buy supplies with are those just like abstracted difficulty levels or do they serve other purposes to their name nope just abstracted difficulty levels okay um, but we actually did very well. Um, we had all survived until the end. You have five people in your clan or whatever. So we had uh, PJ, myself, um, two of our other friends. And then we always put in one like bad person from history so that if they die, we don't feel bad. And yeah. so yesterday was Benito Mussolini. Um, so we were doing really, really well. Uh, we hunted for a lot of food, which was so satisfying. Even though you're just, you know, using the arrow keys and pressing space bar to do a little like boop a little shoot. Um, but we got to like the very end where you can either like take a hundred more days, not a hundred more days, like a hundred more miles to go, um, to Oregon, the Oregon coast, or you can go down the river. Um, and we went down the river and PJ crashed us into the shore and two of our party members died. Oh no. But one of them was on the river. That's the hardest part. I was going to ask how many rivers you fjorded. Uh, well we got, we cocked our wagon and floated across it one time successfully. Um, one time we tried to just go through the river and we, our wagon tipped over. We lost a bunch of stuff. And then we had, we hired a Native American guide to get us across one time. Hmm. Did you pay him well? I think we paid him $5, <laughs> which in Oregon trail money, that might as well in be like, like 1800 money back. Might as well be, fi yeah, 500,000. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Uh, nobody. Certainly not me. I've never played the game. I've just played the zombie one, which uh, I don't think I like. I don't think I, I don't know. I don't think I like Oregon Trail. We'll just leave it at that. I don't get it. It's too old and archaic for me. But it's a video game. Where are my, where are my, where are my graphics? It's got graphics. They're not good, but they're there. My favorite part about that game is when it like, you can like stop and look around and then it just like plays like this, like really dinky little like tune, like this little like 32 bit, like 32. It's uh, a lot of bits. Is it, yeah, Windows 7 is 32. Oh. Well, it's like old school Nintendo sounding. How many bits was that? That's 8. 8 bit. Okay, 8 bit, not 32. <laughs> Look, I don't know how many bits are supposed to be in anything. This podcast probably got 8 bits in it per episode, I'd say. At least. Yeah. Um, but it plays like a stinky little like 8 bit song. Um, and then it shows you like this kind of janky like uh, screen of like a 
a quote unquote beautiful like mountaintop or something <laughs> like that. And it's, it's fun to just go, oh, it's beautiful. Wow. Oregon. Mm-hmm. When I had a radio show with PJ, we would sometimes, if we were really bored, we would play Oregon Trail on the air. And if you called in, you could be a member of our party. Wow. Yeah. So I'm going back to a little bit what I said. And speaking of Colin. Right. So with this office, when I, I, I had to get internet installed, obviously, because I need that for work. And also I'm a human in the 21st century. Of course, I'm going to have internet. The only or the most economic option was to also bundle it with a phone. So I have a landline in here. Really? I do. And I have no purpose for one because all of my work communication is through email. And I'm not I'm not going to start accepting landline phone calls. I don't want to talk to anyone. You can send me an email and then I'll call you if we need to. I'd rather meet in person than talk on the phone. Um, so I've been thinking, what can I do with this landline phone? Mm-hmm. And I'm debating whether or not it should just be a podcast hotline. I would think that's a great idea. I like this idea as well. I do too. But no one engages with us on the internet, which is a, is a novelty of a hotline more well, interesting for nostalgia people. nostalgia entertainment. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, we're throwing back to landlines. That's and- true. So yeah, well, well I, 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 I want people's opinions on this. So tweet at the show or send us something on Instagram if you would call in to a nostalgia entertainment system hotline. It's not a hotline because it's going to be a local number and I'm not going to pay to get a toll-free number. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Most of our listeners are in this state anyway. So, But yeah, uh, that's my plan. And I was looking at phones last night and I can't believe how expensive landline phones still are. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like, it was difficult to find one, like, under... $50 that didn't seem like it would fall apart in shipping. All the other options were just like, well, you can get this very expensive Cisco phone or you can get four VTech phones. Like, I don't need four handsets. I need one phone. <laughs> just go to the thrift store. Yeah, you could probably find a bunch there. I've never, I don't think I, oh, I don't know. I haven't been to the thrift store in a long time. They definitely have them because no one ever buys them. That's mm-hmm. a good point. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll check. Yeah, I bet you could find a pretty solid one. I would hope like a so. Football phone. Oh, that oh would be I would cool. love a football phone. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to look at the novelty phones, man. Yeah, I know. I like. I was looking. I was looking online. It's like, all right, what is the like dinkiest old person phone I could find? And I found like this AT and T one that had like a giant screen for caller ID, <laughs> giant numbers. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is the phone I would get. I think it'd be great if you did have just like a like one of those old school like rotary phones, you know, where you got like a spinning <laughs> dial in the front. That way. You have no idea who's fucking calling. No. So it's like maybe one of us is going to call that phone if we're running late, which would be weird. We wouldn't, we'd probably just text you each other or, or I would just wait. Yeah. Unless, unless you were so late that I'm like, oh my God, what happened to Paul? You could get one of those old school answering machines that are like on a tape. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Cause I've been thinking like, okay, well if we get a hotline and everything, how am I going to get the audio from that into a computer? Oh, that's a good point. You know, so like there, having a you, tape a version. Tape deck, yeah. And then you can just play it. Which is, it's weird that that would be something I will have to learn. My parents never had caller ID, never had an answering machine. Really? It's, yeah. So like all of these things that people have had for years and are now at least like physical versions of them are out of style. I have no idea how they work. I don't know how to set one up. I 
barely know how a regular voicemail works on my on my iPhone. I feel like we we had the um we had a message machine, but they I think they were digital by the time we got them. I don't remember actually having any like physical tapes. We definitely did. Yeah. I don't know how it worked. I mean it hooks up to your phone and records. Yeah. I know. The voicemail kicks in. I wonder if it's like a two tape system, like it somehow answers the phone and then plays one tape that has your message and then records on another tape. That does sound familiar. Oh. They were like little tiny cassettes. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Speaking uh, of analog, we were talking about VHS the other day. Did you guys ever have a VHS recorder? And the other day, I mean a few minutes ago. (laughs) Wait, (laughs) like a a, a V? Oh, rewinder, a a rewinder. Oh, no. We just used the VCR. Oh, we, I knew friends who had the rewinder. Wait, why would why Was would, it a race car? Because I had the race car. And that hold up. Cool. What? I didn't have the race car. I, I didn't know anybody who had the race car. But you didn't know it exists. I, I've heard of it since then. As a okay. kid, I had no idea. Oh, but yeah. that sounds freaking cool. I got to look. The, oh, my God. Was it like a red Corvette looking thing? Nah, mine was a gray one. It was kind of boring, but it was <laughs> Just still like a, a sedan. <laughs> not quite as fast as the Corvette. Yeah, not quite as fast. Wow. That's how you know how fast you can rewind based on the car. There's like a VW bug one that's just like real slow. This looks really cool. It is kind of, it's insane that that was a product that people bought. Why wouldn't you just use, were were there VCRs that couldn't rewind? No, I don't think so. But it took forever. They probably took, I feel like the rewinders are quicker. Probably, oh, but like, but you can also how, put in how a, strapped for time are you? That you I don't know. What if you're doing a movie marathon and you need it? Or like Titanic was on two tapes, right? So like, you put one in the VCR and you rewind the other one. Oh, you I, couldn't just do it after the movie's <laughs> over. All right, no, don't. Then you'd forget. Let's be real. We're all lazy. And like for the first thirty seconds of Titanic, like I can't hear over the rewinder. <laughs> I feel like that was a thing that was maybe invented for like Blockbuster or something, and. So then they, but then like people were like, oh, you could buy this and then rewind your tapes quick. And they were like, yeah, I guess anybody could buy it. And so they did. My parents did. It's very <laughs> it was odd. cool. I mean, it's a race car. It just looks good on a shelf too. The race car one is cool. But if you just get a normal ass looking VHS rewinder, it's like, Why? I don't know anyone who had a normal ass one. <laughs> oh, I, if you have a rewinder, it was a race car or nothing. The people I knew only had just like plain black rewinders. They had That's, rewinders. Yeah. But they're. They weren't race car. They were just normal rewinders. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. Even as a kid, I was like, why don't you just rewind in the VCR? Yeah, they would always be like, this is faster. I was like, doesn't matter. How stress it's it takes like how a long minute. are these VHS tapes that you're rewinding? <laughs> like, how strapped for time are you? I could That's see, crazy. Yeah, if if like you had to do it by hand, like you had to stick like a pencil in there or something. Like cassette tapes. Yeah. Then I could see that being a useful invention. But the fact that it already did that. Yeah. Why weren't there cassette rewinders? Because you just flip it over, and there's a side A, side B, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, most of the time you're right. Self-rewinding. Yeah. Mm. I guess, something like that. I don't really know. There's probably someone outside the hall I know, or I next just... door. Who knows? New live act, oh, not live action, live audience participation. <laughs> yeah. This podcast is filmed in front of a, an unknowing live studio audience <laughs> of two. <laughs> unknowing. <laughs> I don't know. If they can hear us, they probably know, like, oh, they're, they're recording something. I don't know. You got to put a sign on your door or a big red light outside. I've thought about, I should get, like, a recording light, but then I also think, like, no one's getting, I have seen one person walk in this hallway, <laughs> so, like, no one's going to see it, and if they do see it, they're like, who the fuck is in here, and what are they doing? What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> if anything, it's making it will make them more likely to come in here and see what's going on. That's true. 
You should put a big sign that says keep out. I kind of want to... Oh, sorry. I was going to say they can't see anything. There's a giant blanket in the way. I know. I have thought about grabbing uh, a sign that I stole that's at my house uh, that says private dock do not use or something. I don't remember. I have a private dock sign. I thought about putting that on my door because that'd be pretty funny. It's like, what is this? Private dock. We're in a basement. Maybe it's like a dock into the matrix. I've dug a canal system and you can head out into Missoula sewer systems from here. Is there like an HOA that tells you what you can put on your office door? Will they come around and be like, no, you can't have that? (laughs) I don't think so. Okay. So very surprisingly, like I read through the entire lease word for word and it was very straightforward and didn't have a lot of weird details, at least anything like, I'm concerned about this. The only thing was like about subletting Mm. And that, like, if you if you like go through all the processes to sublet this space, and maybe I just misinterpreted it incorrectly, but it sounded like if you can't complete your lease or if you sublet this to someone, any profits that come from here then go to Summit. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, I'm I have to be reading this incorrectly because that does that does not make any sense. It's like, well, I don't know. Maybe you're, if you're starting, like, sure, a- you can have you can. You could any money, any any monetary transactions you can deal with. So you can take my debt. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I mean, they think you're going to run like a cryptocurrency thing out of here, and they're like, "Well, he couldn't pay it because cryptocurrency went down the last two months, mm-hmm. and then he'll sell it to a different cryptocurrency dealer, and then we'll rake in the profits from all Elon Musk's uh, fucking waffle bit coins or whatever they are." Waffle bit coins. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what. I haven't heard of that one. Well, I made it up. What's his thing that he was into? Dogecoin? Oh, yeah. Man, I had Dogecoin at the very beginning of the year, and then I sold it, and I regret it. <laughs> Is it back up? No. No, of course not. Are you kidding me? You think Wario pumped up the value of, <laughs> of Dogecoin? I, Wario fucked all of us. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea about cryptocurrency. I've kind of refused to learn about it. You're fine. It's. I have no idea how it works either. It's like stocks, essentially. Yeah, you have a decentralized market. And uh, just the idea is that, like, you get a coin, more people have the coin, more people think there's value in the coin, the price goes up, et cetera, et cetera. And then, hopefully, you can cash out. How do you get the coin other than buying it? Mining it. So that's so the way that, and maybe things have changed. I don't know. Is that with all crypto or just uh, Bitcoin? I don't know. I know, I only know about I know, it for Bitcoin. I know Bitcoin you mined. Yeah. But I have no idea how you acquire any other kind of crypto. Isn't Maybe it? you can make it. Like a Stanley Nickel. You guys hear about that? Absolutely not. No. Stanley from the office started the Stanley Nickel cryptocurrency. Really? Yeah. That's very he's weird. Been, Leslie David Baker? Yes. He's been doing a lot of weird kind of get rich quick schemes. He like had a Kickstarter to make a spinoff of The Office that featured Stanley, <laughs> uh, and the guy who was like famously close to retirement, mm-hmm. and it's about him in Florida. He retired in Florida. Oh, supposedly yeah. that's the premise of the show. Um, and some like uh, a person, a YouTuber that I watch, gave ten thousand dollars to his Kickstarter because he would get like a writing role, or no, he would you know he would get he would get like a part. I, or like a recurring part or whatever in the show. And he has yet to hear any communication about the show. Really? And did it did it go through? Did he raise enough money? 
it it went through. <laughs> it went. He w- he was giving away writing credits for like three thousand dollars. Wow! You can just write for this office spinoff show. <laughs> but so, he he just seems to be getting into a lot of weird like. Hmm. You doing okay there? You doing okay, Stanley? You doing okay, Stanley? You having a crisis? You what are you doing? I don't think you knew how the internet worked then. And it seems like you don't know how it works now, and you're doing a lot of weird, sketchy internet stuff. That is weird, but a very funny thing to get, like, and I'm not saying this guy was, like, scammed, you know, but if you were going to lose $10,000 in a weird way on the internet, that's a really funny way to have it he, happen. I th- I don't, I'm pretty sure he did it with the knowledge that, like, I will be out $10,000. Mm. You know, it's like, that's a risk you take, right? Yeah. He was aware of that. It's not like he was like, oh my God, guys, I'm going to be on the office spinoff. And I'm, I spent $10,000 and I'm going to meet Stanley. Like, no, he I knew it was like, all right, this is a. If you have $10,000 to give to a Kickstarter, you're probably fine without your $10,000. Yeah. He'll make it back in two sponsorships. Yeah. HelloFresh will pay him extremely well. He can just start his own Kickstarter to get his $10,000 back. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I lost $10,000 to that weird Stanley from the office spinoff show. Do you remember the potato salad Kickstarter? No, what is this? Oh, I kind of remember that. Some dude wanted like a hundred bucks to make a potato salad or something. A hundred bucks? I don't know what it was. It was some <laughs> stupid amount of money, like stupid low, but he raised over $50,000 oh and God. had like a potato salad party and like flew people out for it. <laughs> Honestly, that's pretty cool. That's pretty funny. It does kind of make me feel bad. And <clears throat> granted, wow. it's not, not their fault, but for the people who have Kickstarters for like, yeah. I'd like to get surgery to save my heart. I think that's GoFundMe. Does Kickstarter not do that? I don't I don't think Kickstarter it, allows... Kickstarter's like business. It's, it's like, projects. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean... GoFundMe so, is strictly donations. I mean, you could easily go to GoFundMe, though, and be like, I need a new kidney. Please yeah. fund my surgery. <laughs> I mean, did, did you Instead, not know that GoFundMe is like one of the largest healthcare like fundraisers in the country? I did. No, I did know that, but I just, it makes me feel bad that there are people spending, like giving thousands of dollars to this potato salad guy instead of this, the people who. That was early 2000s. I mean, well, let's, and it's not their fault because the, there's a larger healthcare crisis, but. It's, well, let's also be real here. I don't know the person who needs a heart, but I do know I like potato salad. And you, do you know the potato salad guy? I will when I meet him. When he flies me out and I get potato salad. So if the kidney guy, if he also was going to fly you out and share potato salad with you, would you do it? Oh, yeah, you get his old kidney if you donate it now. <laughs> he they gets just, a new one, you get the old one. They just leave that in you when you get a new kidney. They oh, don't do take they? it out. They don't take it out? No, because oh. apparently it still has some base function still. Mm. Wait, is this real or is this a bit? No, that's true. They leave it in there. That. Uh, but if it's like failing, isn't it causing other problems for your body? I no, feel like I, they take I it out. I think it's just not used. It's not doing anything. You can live with one. Why do you need three? That just seems very strange. I don't look. I'm not a doctor. Why not? Well, I didn't. I'm not really good at science, and I also didn't have the money or the uh, Kickstarter aptitude to yeah to get into medical school. I also don't want to be a doctor. Not even a doctor of love. Oh, I could be a love doctor, sure. Just prescribe an erectile dysfunction medication to everybody <laughs> who walks through my door. What if they didn't ask for it? You're just like. That, it's what complimentary. Else, what else does the love doctor <laughs> you do? You might as well take it. Yeah. I forgot about the love doctor part. I thought you were just a doctor giving out You guys ever meds. take Viagra? No. <laughs> nope. I just thought it would be a funny question to ask. Have you? No, I never have. Would you? For fun? I don't know. Those gas station ones that they sell like at the <laughs> counter. I did. I got those love drops last week. You remember? I do remember the love drops. I don't think that was just lube though. 
I, it's hard to say if it was lubed. So anyway, Ethan and I What do you mean it's hard to say? What else? Well, I I was going to tell you about it. So, so sit down, Josh, you've stood up, you've taken your shirt off, put that back on. Fine. Ooh. Okay. So anyway, I was at Charlie, Charlie B's. I would real quick, because like it's sometimes it's pretty easy to hear in between the different offices. I would like to think that some people just don't know these are bits and actually think like, what's going on in there? There's a guy with his shirt off. There's a guy with his shirt off. Standing up. (laughs) Reminds me of the office when they do the, Jim starts the bit that Dwight was naked because they're recording the meeting. Do we not not remember this one? I I kind of remember it. (laughs) No, I don't. Since The Office left Netflix, I haven't watched, I haven't seen it in so long. And then Andy takes it too far, whips out his chainsaw. (laughs) I don't remember this episode. This sounds like a later season thing. So you're going to have to look it up. I, got, I would like to, I mean, I wish that show was still on Netflix because I would love to rewatch it again. It's about that time in my life. Just buy them on VHS. Yeah. <laughs> VHS. Yeah, get them on VHS. You can, get, you a, only you can get, like get a rewinder. Three episodes per. <laughs> Bet it's real copy. Cheap on HD DVD. <laughs> my mom still has a brand new VHS in the box in, in the garage. Of what? <laughs> oh, sorry. VCR. Oh. <laughs> but also she has all the Disney VHSs. All of them? I mean, a lot of them, boxes of them. Wow. So she can give them to her grandkids one day. But everything's on Disney Plus now. So. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, also, I feel like they're not going to... I mean, I guess you got the VCR, so... I mean, those are probably be worth something, maybe, at some point. At some point. There's a bunch of Disney freaks out there. They'll pay top dollar for that. Mm-hmm. I want to hear about the love drops, though. Oh, yeah. Let's, anyway. let, let's continue the story. So I was at Charlie B's, um, the bar downtown... And they are one of the few places that I've noticed in Missoula. It still has like the like novelty, like sex toy esque things in their bathrooms. You can put like two quarters in, and it'll like, like pop out a little. Yeah, thing. like those little like wall mounted. Yeah, sometimes machines have like the quarter slots. Yeah, th- sometimes they give you condoms. Sometimes they give you like little toys. Are they is grab it, bags? Yeah, is it random? Is it like a gumball machine? Because I, you don't I know always what you're remember whenever I saw one in like a gas station, they were always like like the sticker machines were like you know. This is what's in this slot. This is what's in this slot. Now the sticker machines were random. Well, still, you know, like this is these are like the types of stickers I get, oh, right? Yeah. Like a, well, if I'm going in wanting a, a flaming skull with a an ace of spades behind him. Oh, you're gonna have to spend like five dollars to get that. Yeah, I know, but I also know which column to get it in. That's right. fair. And so it's similar with this. Like there's columns for condoms and there's columns for the novelty. Oh, okay, I gotcha. Yeah. So um my our other friend, um, Anna, she went and uh, it was my birthday. And so she went and put some coins in there and then she got me a novelty toy. And uh, the novelty toy that she got me was this thing that just said love drops on the front of it. Mm. It's in this tiny little like almost like a matchbox, not matchbox, but like, you know, the match books. That Card, like kinda, cardboard. Yeah. They're not a box, though. They're like they like flip open. Yeah, like a. Yeah. I think that's a matchbook as opposed to a matchbox. Yeah. Um, like where the stick is like a cardboardy paper thing. You rip them out, fold the book half over, and then... had a couple folds, like a hot dog one and a hamburger <laughs> one. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's a callback to our Patreon episode if you want to listen. If you want to know what that joke's about, you can go to patreon.com slash NES underscore pod, and you can be part of the cum shaw. Exactly. Um, but, so the love drops, I did not know what they were, so I opened the box that was just labeled love drops... And very nondescript, like, just, like, very plain, like, typeface. Like, the same kind of typeface that expiration dates are in. Just said love drops. So I open up the box, and there's just, like, a little packet 
that's totally unlabeled. It looks like, you know the spice packet you get in a ramen package? Mm-hmm. It looked like that, but without anything on it. Just like mm. plain silver. So I was like, well, and I, you can like feel it and you feel there's something like squishy in there. So I opened it up and it's just like this teeny tiny amount of clear liquid. And so the, we started talking. We're like, well, what is it? Is it lube or is it like food? <laughs> And so the consistency, huh. it was lube-like, but I tasted it, and it was sweet. You said it was sticky. It was sticky. Lube is not sticky. Well, but I mean, I don't know how to describe it. By definition, yeah. lube is slippery. S- yeah, slippery and glidey and smoothy. Well, okay, so it's hard to remember now, because this was a week a week ago. I need to have more love drops <laughs> if I'm going to give the, a proper description, but it was... Maybe I could it was not anti lube in case you're too slippery. <laughs> yeah. You like, got to get some traction in there. <laughs> yeah, I got to slow down a little bit. Um, hmm. But yeah, so it's it's hard to say if it was maybe I mean, lube. I think I think it having I think it being sweet doesn't make it any more food because there's flavored lube. Well, exactly. So it could have been edible lube, but it just like would you call edible lube food? <laughs> <laughs> well, so I guess I don't know if it's food is a bad thing, a bad term. Like maybe you're supposed to like consume it, consume it, and then it like gives you that vitality that you need to get your. <laughs> did you get an erection? Yeah, I did. But no. that's because they, they had that picture of Lola Bunny hung up <laughs> behind the bar. They also did too. Yeah, yeah. So maybe I, you yeah. had to like. Didn't know maybe they were from. like eye drops. You had to put them in your eyes, like oh, that drug mm. in um, the new Judge Dredd. <laughs> That came out in 2013. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say new is. You're I mean, it's fast the newest one. That. Well, that's true. That's true. I uh, think. Paul, it sounds like you need to revisit. Judge Dredd? Love Drops. <laughs> oh, maybe both. Yeah, um, combine them. If you know what Love Drops are, uh, you can call in in our new hotline sometime. Maybe. If it happens. If it happens. Meet Paul at Charlie B's. He's going to do a meetup. Yeah. <laughs> we're all going to get love drops. We're all going to get love drops. Give them to Paul. Each each person's going to use it a different way, and we'll finally figure out what they are for. Yeah. I'm going to be the one who eats it. I don't know who's going to use it as lube. <laughs> uh, I will. Okay. Josh uses it as lube. Ethan, you can put it in your eyes. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. But, and, uh, yeah. I still don't really know what the, the love drops do. I did find one, one time I got one of those, and it was just like a tiny, tiny little condom, which was funny. Perfect size. Yeah, for my... uh, Was that on the Patreon or was that this episode? That was the Patreon. Okay. Another fun joke that you can get over at (laughs) patreon.com slash NES underscore pod. We make a lot of great jokes over there that only few are privy to. Yeah. Would you like to be privy to these jokes? Give us some money. Do it. (laughs) Give us money. They're going to sell your information. I wouldn't do it. Maybe I will, Josh and Ethan. More money for us. Well, in any case... How about we take a little break and move on to uh, the crux of today's episode? I hear no objections. All right, let's do it. Today's episode is brought to you by me, Josh, or more specifically, Daruma Party. Uh, As you may know, I recently got an office, and that's where the podcast is going to be moving to. To help set off some of the costs uh, right now until the end of the month, August 31st, you can get... 50% 50% off your order at darumaparty.art slash store using the code OFFICE50. I've got prints, even got a brand new one, stickers, pins, all of it half off. A lot of it is going to be pretty cheap with that half off, so you might as well get a few things while you're over there. It's the perfect gift for someone. 
I can't tell you who, but someone in your life will probably love it. That's darumaparty.art slash store, D-A-R-U-M-A party.art slash store, and use the code OFFICE50 for 50% off your order. Thanks. Well, if it isn't Tamagotchi, her new favorite pet. Yes. So what's that make me? Fish sticks? Oh, are you hungry? Oh, no, 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 no. By all means, feed it. Play to your heart's content. Look, Goldie. I took good care of her, and she changed again. Change? How about changing some water here? Katie, boss is here. So Tamagotchi can pause. I can pause, too. Let's see that again. Hatch a Tamagotchi, the one and only from Bandai, each sold separately. Just in, alien monsters from a distant galaxy have landed on Earth and are hiding in real barcodes on real products everywhere. Scanners time. Let's go get them. You can only capture them with scanners. Scanners let you scan any barcode on real products and capture the monsters. Then battle them on your own or play head-to-head to win. They're hiding in millions of barcodes everywhere. You can scan them, capture them, fight them with scanners. The more you scan, the more you fight, the more powerful you become. Scanners, scan them, capture them, fight them. Cards and comic book included, batteries not included. Welcome back, everybody, to Nostalgia Entertainment System, the podcast about things you remember. I'm trying to come up with a tagline. We're, we're coming up on one year, and I feel like we should have a tagline. Things you remember. It's, we can workshop it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like it. I think we should just keep it as that, because then we could just talk about whatever we want, because we anything that we're talking about, we have to be able to remember. That's true. Unless we're making stuff up. Which we do a lot on this show. Yeah. It's it's 50-50. Things that are true and things that are false. Oh, I just had an episode idea. Yeah. Uh, which Go for it. We can cut it out if we want to. No, keep let's it leave a surprise. it in. Unless, is it my, unless it's... Is it my idea, Paul? No, but you do have some good ideas for episodes, and we should talk about that too. But I was going to say a fun episode to do would be uh, Mandela Effect things, so we could talk about things that have been famously Mandela Affected. Mm. Like the Baron, only, Berenstein, Berenstain Bears, and of course the Nelson Mandela thing. Was it Sh- Sh- Shaq and Shazam or something? Mm-hmm. That, that's one of them. Yeah, I don't know. We could workshop that, figure something out, because I don't really know how much I could talk about Mandela effecty things, because those like, are the only ones that I know. I was going to say the same thing. You listed them all. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you'd well, episode to, done. <laughs> perfect. I'm Goodbye, sure everybody. <laughs> we could do some research and maybe hopefully find someone who like is really I into think, it. I don't know. That's not nostalgia. That's research. Well, you you when we started the show, we did a lot of research. We did. It was a very different kind of show, and then I didn't want to look things up anymore, and so we stopped being a, a semi-educational, informative show, and just became a show about hey, remember this dumb thing, and then a cum joke, and the people loved it, and the people loved it. <laughs> you, uh, should, you should get your parents on the show. No. They can tell you all the things you forgot. Nah. Okay. My parents, no. <laughs> I don't want my parents to know about this because then they would listen to it and then... Ooh. I'm kind of in the same boat. Yeah. I don't need my mom to know about this. Don't tell them it's a podcast. Lie about it. Say it's, uh, <laughs> Say it's like an art project for school, an, even yeah. though neither of us are in school anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went back and didn't tell you. Anyway, uh, today we're talking about fad toys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Not fad toys, although there is a little <laughs> bit of an overlap. <laughs> which, rad uh, toys. What? Rad toys. Yeah, some of them are rad too. Some of them are rad, some of them are bad, but they're all a fad. That's the toys for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've talked 
throughout various episodes about different kinds of fad toys, but now we've got a whole episode uh, dedicated right to them. Mm-hmm. In fact, this was on the cutting block for last week, and then we decided just to keep it in. And lo and behold, here we are, having yeah. a whole episode about it. Sometimes things work out in your favor. Whose favor? Yours, Ethan. Mine, specifically. Yes. Yeah, so Ethan, we'll, we'll start with you, which it, you've, you've brought some stuff over, which is really cool. Um, you gave me a look. Take the compliment. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, why don't you, uh, why don't yeah. you uh, just show us uh, all the show stuff us you what brought you got. in. Just Let go, us know any, go like, it bit by bit. Any I, toys you remember. Give us I the mean, whole shebang. You can have that, Paul. You can open it up and play with it. Okay. I only brought three things because that's all Walmart had from my childhood. Tech decks which are the little finger skateboards, mm-hmm. quite obnoxious, could never use them, never understood them. But I don't they, either. They, they were popular, so you had to have them. I know. I had a knockoff one, and I think I also got a few even smaller ones that were like kind of shitty acrylic from the dentist. Mm. Like, oh, oh, the really tiny, like the penny boards of Tech Decks. Yeah. I, mean, you got I them do at the remember dentist. those. Those were super crap. Uh-huh, but I love those more than the actual like, I mean, they tech were, deck I yeah, had. They were free, and I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to argue with free. It has green wheels. That's cool as hell. Yeah. Ethan, you were telling me a story the other day about when you went to a skate shop and made a tech deck. It wasn't a tech deck then. I don't know what it was. But, but yeah. Like, but- in, I'm from California originally, um, so there were skate shops and surf shops all over the place. But when the skateboard thing became a thing, the miniature ones, I guess all the skate shops had little mini versions of skateboards that you'd go there and build, which sounds very similar to tech decks because you can build tech decks. Mm-hmm. They have all screws and tiny pieces as well. Yeah. I, that wasn't a very exciting story, but I went to a skate shop and <laughs> built one. They were probably crazy expensive. My parents were probably pissed, but I mean, it just sounds wild to me. Cause my, I remember when I got a tech deck, I think it was a hand me down from another kid. A hand me down. Yeah. Like he just was like, I don't play with this anymore. You can have it. And so I got it. Did you ever do like, there was also the BMX thing. They were like mini BMX I remember bikes. those too. I yeah. think I also had one of those. I had like tiny a, pegs. That you it was the like... same thing. Like you could build them, the wheels, the pedals. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this earlier, but like I love those like tiny screwdrivers and other tiny tools. Like oh, yeah. you get like tiny hex, or not hex wrenches, but like socket wrenches mm-hmm. to like tighten everything. I just, I love that. Like the idea of just like, look at these little tiny pieces of equipment. But the screws and nuts are so tiny. Uh-huh. You'll lose them immediately. You'll, some kid swallowed a ton of them, I bet. Oh, and it probably was wasn't even an issue. They were so They're small. so tiny. They're uh-huh. not going to get it stuck in your throat like a quarter. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, that's a good point. Oh, uh, that's really funny. Plus, there's a hole in them, so you're fine anyway. Yeah, you just breathe through it. I've never been able to... I can't... I can I can stand on a real skateboard, and that's about as far as I go. Can you not stand on a tech deck? Uh, haven't tried recently. Did you try as a kid? I did. Are we talking, like, actually stand or finger stand? Like... You could probably stand on a tech deck. Wait, where are we going with this? I was saying that I I can I, I can stand on a regular skateboard, and that's as far as I can go. And with a tech deck, I can barely do anything. I could do that. Yeah, I could I could stand on a tech deck, and I can move, go back and forth. Yeah, it's more than I can do on a regular skateboard. Anything that involves verticality on a tech deck, I do not understand. I don't either. No, I, I, don't. I really remember like a big part of Tech Decks for me, and this is probably just from commercials that I'm thinking of, is when they had like the thumb action The little guys and they would have like the graphic where like they magnetized to the board. It's like... Yeah, exactly. And then you could have those guys just ride the Tech Deck around. You didn't actually have to do anything with your own finger. 
I don't remember those, but you saying the thumb guys just reminds me of Spy Kids. Spy- oh, yeah, oh, Spy yeah, Kids. With those thumb guys. Those thumb guys. Those thumb guys scared me so bad I had to leave the theater. <laughs> they were terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I could. I still to this day have not seen the first Spy Kids movie. Really? Yeah. That's on the list. That's on our episode list. I mean, I Spy watched Kids. Spy Kids 2 and 3 a lot growing up, but I just never saw the first one. We got to watch the first one. You definitely have to watch the first one. I will. Noted. <laughs> Did they ever make, like, I wonder if, like, if you lived, well, I guess you're from California. Are you from, like, Northern California, Southern California? Southern. Southern. Because I'm kind of wondering, like, did they expand finger sports into, like, surfing? Did that ever become a thing? Not that I know of. Okay. But I might be making this up because it sounds stupid and dangerous. (laughs) I think somebody made boards for, like, sticking out your car window. Because remember when you did like the whole oh, stick, your, stick yeah. your hand out the window mm-hmm. and it like goes up and down depending on, I feel like someone made boards to do that out your car window, but that sounds <laughs> ridiculous. Like you just have to be going or else you drop it on the ground. Yeah. That sounds like a terrible idea, but I wouldn't put it past somebody to have invented I think they it. exist. And I think it was like a, not a small time thing. <laughs> oh, well, if anyone knows, tweet at the show and then uh, we'll let Ethan know. Mm-hmm. That, did, does, that sounds funny, though. Did like either that. of you, when you were like on road trips or whatever, like in the car and like driving on the highway, did you ever imagine something running down the power lines? Absolutely. Was it Sonic the Hedgehog? It was Sonic for me. Oh, I don't even think, I don't know if mine was like an actual character or just like a little. Just someone just like. and then like of my imagination. It was just a thing. Running and then it jumps yeah. over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I imagined myself being out there. I imagined having this weird little like grappling hook claw kind of thing. <laughs> and I would like swing from like pole to pole. Whoa, you didn't run on the lines. No, I didn't run on the lines. I was my goal was to miss the lines because I knew you could get electrocuted if you oh, grabbed them the wrong way. Interesting. You That's just why can't I had touch to touch something else. Well I didn't know that as a kid. I just <laughs> well, heard you weren't supposed to I touch I feel like power the hook lines. is more dangerous. What well, if you hit the yeah. lines with the hook? Well then I'd, I'd game over for imaginary me. It wasn't a good idea. Mm. I think that's cool, though. But if you die in your imagination, you, you die, die in real life. <laughs> that's true. I'm lucky it never happened. That's how all those millennials died recently. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. R.I.P. Our generation. Imagination. Peace. What? R.I.P. All right. Oh. Oh, wow. Okay. There so I, is. looking at, are, is this like the, is this tech deck the same dimension as they always were? Because this. It, to me, it seems like it is. Okay, so I definitely had an off-brand tech deck because mine was like, I think a little smaller or it was skinnier. Like it's like the width of it was a lot skinnier. I don't remember mm. it ever being like maybe it was this a big. Board. <laughs> I don't know. I think I just had uh, cheap parents who, well, not cheap. They just didn't have any money, so <laughs> I never got a real tech deck. Yeah, well, why don't you put that bad boy in the desk, Josh? See what, see what tricks you can do. All right, I can do the sick grind though. Wow, that is pretty good. You can even hear it on the microphone. <laughs> oh, you got to do it on the trucks. What are they, the, like a 50-50? What do they call that? It sounds better. Oh, it does sound better. Oh, he fell. Oh, he totally biffed it. Are you okay? No, I'm dead. Oh, he straight up died. Did uh, either of you watch skateboarding at the Olympics? I did not get to this year, no. Briefly. I was working while it was on. I don't... Here's the thing... This is going a little bit off topic. Who fucking cares? Um, the thing that I don't quite understand about the Olympics is the point system that a lot of the things use. Arbitrary. It 
and it like skateboarding is cool. Absolutely. The the gold medal round for so much as skateboarding looked lame as hell. Really? Yeah, and I think it's because like there's no like I don't know. I think it's because of the style of skateboarding it is right. Like there's no huge vert ramps. Mm. There are I don't know. Maybe you're just used to playing Tony Hawk and like pulling big old tricks. Maybe, but also Tony Hawk did all those tricks. So (laughs) that's fair. I didn't see a single 900 at the Olympics. So what do you got to say about that? I feel like the shot Olympics pe- shot put people did 900s. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. Okay, shot put is like the exception. That's cool as hell. I think at one point we were when Paul for your birthday we were all at, at the bar watching mm-hmm. the Olympics. I think someone asked how heavy the shot put was. I later learned it was 16 pounds. Wow! And they're launching that thing 70 meters. That's wild. I mean, it makes sense. Those people they got. Big arms. It's ridiculous. Good for them. Yeah. Anyway, this tech deck's fun to play with. There's a reason it was a fat. Is that, oh, is that a journey tech deck? Is that it's what a I journey. Oh, I don't know. Well, I don't. I think that's a oh. journey album cover. It says Jocelyn, so maybe it's a. Uh, maybe they couldn't get the rights to Journey because it definitely <laughs> looks like a Journey thing. But the 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 text on it says Jocelyn. Huh. This one says Trevor McCl- McClung. McClung, McClung. No, I think it's Trevor McClung. It's got like a pelican, and he's looking at the moon on a dock at nighttime. Uh, this one doesn't have any of the the stuff on top, the you, texture. You had to, the grip tape. You grip had to put tape. it on yourself. Ooh, wow. Paul, you're Paul's going to assemble a tech deck. Oh, but he only has grip tape in a deck. Oh, uh, that's close enough. <laughs> do you have a tiny screwdriver because you can Whoosh. take apart the other one? I do. This is a hoverboard now, bitch. If Paul would like to, I do have tiny screw driver heads. Um, I I'm okay. Riveting. I we got other toys we got to talk. The about. thing that's really interesting is that uh, a lot of these things are coming back because, like, did you you purchased all these like recent like very recently, right? Last couple of days, yeah. Yeah, like Tech Deck. Paul's got one in his hands, which is another thing that I've. I've seen on Amazon come up to like, hey, remember this? You're probably, from all the information we've gathered from you, you're probably 30. Yeah, they're marketing it as like retro or like- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's like crazy. Retro, back when you were a kid. Yeah, should we should we just start talking about Let's what Let's go this into is? it. Paul, what's that in your hand? So Ethan picked up a Tamagotchi and the little, uh, what do you call this little thing that you leave in so the battery doesn't start it? I, I think it's like a pull tab. Like a tab, yeah. Yeah, a pull yeah. tab. It has not been pulled yet, so I'm going to give it a pull and see what happens. We think it might be loud. What well, beeped. It beeped? There's a little egg that I can see. It's moving up and down. It's really hard to see. <laughs> they didn't... Okay, I... It's 2021. You can add a light. It doesn't need to be a faithful recreation. Yes, it does. I don't think it does. Do I have to open it? Like, it's just bouncing. There's an egg bouncing at me. Push a button. I don't know. Uh, I never had a Tamagotchi. It wants me to set the time. This, yeah. Uh, What time is it? It is 2.36. Okay. Ah, this is military time. 14.36. I had a Tamagotchi once, but I don't remember too yeah. much about it. The only story I remember about it was my brother took it to elementary school and he stole it from me and took it to elementary school <laughs> and it got confiscated. Of course Confid- it did. Yeah. But then the principal was just playing with it all day. 
apparently. Like, <laughs> classic didn't print, have any shit that's to a do. classic principle. Tamagotchis die, right? Like, if you don't take care of them, I think they, so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he wasn't dead by the end of the day. So the principal was, and he was very happy. So, oh, well, some, somebody in that office, someone, was someone took very, care of your Tamagotchi. They're like, they you did. know what? That's really nice. This is popular with the kids. I'm not gonna let this little little guy die. He probably had a desk full of them. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, fun this fact: egg is still just hopping around. Well, I don't know. Yeah, do they have a pedometer don't shake in the there? Baby. It's not a baby. It's an egg. What'd Absolutely not. Okay, I don't this know. This is old technology. I don't know. I so I never had a tamagotchi, but I had two similar digital pets. I had a. Pokemon Pikachu, mm-hmm. which was like the yellow, it's essentially it's essentially a Tamagotchi, but right. you, it only has Pikachu. But that one had a pedometer in it. Oh. Oh, so you um, could like shake it? You could shake it. When you when you walked, Pikachu would walk and he would be happy if you walked with him. Um and I also had a uh Digimon one. And it was, I think, the second season ver- second season version, I think. Um and that one was so cool. That also had a pedometer in it. That one also had like wireless connectivity. If someone else had one, I didn't know anyone that knew what Digimon was. So I just played with little old Vmon by myself. But little Ovaltron. I'm sorry for not setting it up, Paul. You seem to be doing a lot of work over there. I'm just pressing buttons to see what happens. There's just the egg is just hopping around. It's, oh, it's, is it like, do you have to wait for it to hatch? I think you have to wait for it might. to hatch. I, I think probably just, should have turned it on earlier. It's got a, well, well, that's fine. Maybe it'll hatch by the time we're done. We'll check back in. I honestly... Yes. Paul, keep us updated. I, I used to have one of these, and really? I do not see the appeal in this at all. I, d- I think it's I just mean, thank like, you for getting it. I think it's really interesting to see it now. But I think it's just kind of like... put a, it on your keys, and you play with it every once in a while. Yeah, it's like an, it's it's like one of those idle games I've been playing. Oh, yeah. You love them idle games. I, I do. I think I've recently learned, because I found a subreddit for, the, for it, that I think the proper term is incremental game, mm. where you progress very, very incrementally. But I don't know. In any case, uh, I'm surprised that you had one, Paul. Yeah, I mean, I I think it was Tamagotchi brand. Honestly, I don't know for sure. But I remember I was really bad at it because, I mean, as a kid, I didn't... I was I liked, like, video games, but this is, like, not something that can really capture my attention, and it didn't as a kid either. Mm-hmm. I get that. And so I would leave it, like, you know, I'd, like, set it on my desk or, like, on a shelf or something and leave it there for, like, a week. <laughs> and then come back to it and be like, oh, it died again. Uh-oh. And I felt like I couldn't take care of it. I wasn't good enough at it to really get into it. And even if you were good at it, like your reward was a little thing. Take care of it more. Yeah. Never end. Just like a real pet. Well, yeah, but like with a real pet, it will like you will like be cute and come up and cuddle you and you can take it on walks and you, you can, can do all that with train Tamagotchi. I, You're just not trying hard enough. I mean, I'm trying pretty hard now. It won't even come out of its egg. <laughs> just bouncing up and down. Fun fact, Tamagotchi, like many other Japanese products, is a portmanteau. What's it a portmanteau of? Tama, which means egg, mm-hmm. and gachi, which is like getting something. Getting an egg. Yeah. So it's, a, it's the idea that you would collect a lot of them, and you got all those eggs. It's just like Pokemon. That's also a, a portmanteau. A pocket monster. I knew that. Yeah. All right. And then what was the uh, the final final toy you brought brought today with, with Ethan? I don't know if it's really nostalgic, kind of nostalgic, but it's still a thing. It's not a fad. It's still around. An enduring classic. An enduring classic. It was probably a fad at some point, and then it just endured. Yeah. I don't know. I know nothing they're about just, this product. They're just great fun. I brought a, a Nerf gun. 
Nerf. I love Nerf guns were a big part of my childhood. I loved mm-hmm. playing with Nerf guns. I had I had one Nerf gun. Um and here's the thing. And it okay, it it has to do exactly with what just happened in front of us, which is you shoot the dart and it's like, oh, I got to go get the dart. Yeah. Cuz I had I had uh I had one that had like a like a pull pull lever at the back of it and it was just like a spring loaded one mm-hmm. shot one dart and it's like wow that's pretty cool and then it's like I only have a few darts and then oh oh uh, Paul are you okay that which doesn't kill you makes you stronger somebody has to take care of my Tamagotchi <laughs> as of recently I really want to get the kind of nerf guns that have the little yellow balls Mm, and can have yes. like a magazine and you can just launch those things like crazy. I want one of those. I remember as a kid we had this it wasn't Nerf brand, it was definitely knockoff, but it was a like double barrel shotgun that you could put like <laughs> Oh guys, my Tamagotchi hatched. Ooh. It's a little blob. Take a picture of it. And then we'll we'll share it on the internet. Paul, you're a father or a mother. I don't know. What's? You're a parent. Yeah. Can you please name it? Yeah. You got to name it so you'll become emotionally attached. Um, I'm going to name it Donald Trump Jr. After Donald Trump Jr. Okay. okay. I took a picture of it. It's a little blob. Would it not be <laughs> Donald Trump Jr. Jr.? Well, he's no. naming it after him. He's yeah. Not, oh. He's not the son of Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> okay. I'm That's pressing fair. buttons now. Oh, there's a thing at the top where you can like... It says what your button's doing, I think. Okay, there's a light bulb. I don't know what's happening. It's just the blob is just hopping around. Oh, that's the clock again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's feeding time. Is it feeding time? I don't know. I don't know either. Paul, being a parent's a lot of responsibility. You shouldn't have gotten into this blindly. Okay, well, I think I'm feeding it. I selected the little fork and knife. And now I'm pressing what I think is the select button, and it's still just hopping around. Maybe I'll give it a light bulb? <laughs> you shouldn't give children light bulbs. It's dangerous, Paul. Okay, it wants a baseball bat. I'm hitting it with a baseball bat? No. Uh-oh. Paul. Paul, these are not things Does that a new parent should be doing. Need an injection? Give it the COVID vaccine. <laughs> that's responsible. That's that's good. That's good parenting. And that offsets everything you've already done. You're right now a clean slate. Oh, it Vaccinating might... your child definitely offsets hitting it with a baseball bat. I think so. Uh, maybe it wants this little inflatable duck? No, it doesn't want that. God, this game sucks. <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe it wants to play cards. No, doesn't want to play cards. Oh, does that mean that that's what it wants? I went to a 90s themed birthday party once and the birthday girl just had like a shit ton of them. I think she bought them online. Whoa. But just had like 10 to give to everybody at the party. Whoa. Maybe more than 10. I don't that's know. cool. But it was great. Nice. Didn't use it, but. I was going to say, do you know how to take care of this thing? I absolutely I certainly do not. Don't. I haven't looked at one of those in. Was everyone wearing Jinko jeans and chokers? I don't remember. Oh. I don't I don't think so. There were a lot of definitely chokers. Oh, oh sorry. I was aiming at your chest and I hit you in the head. <laughs> this thing doesn't aim very well. Wow. Are you okay? I'm fine. <laughs> sorry, Josh. So did you guys have Nerf guns growing up? 
I just I just had the one. The one. I had did the you, one, and did, the the thing that sucked about it was over time the spring degraded, where it doesn't like the dart wouldn't even come out anymore. Well, you're supposed to upgrade the spring and take out the air restrictor. <laughs> what? Whoa! I didn't know about this. You? Oh, this is a thing. Hacking your Nerf guns? Yeah, you take apart the Nerf gun, you put a more powerful spring in there, and a lot of times they have that little. I mean. The darts have a little hole in them that you usually slip a air rod into. I don't know. An air rod? I don't, what, look at the Nerf gun. What would you call that little piece in the middle? A little plastic piece? Yeah. Well, I, don't, I it, wouldn't call it an air rod. Okay. Well, it's a it's an air restrictor. It prevents more air from popping out. So if you take that mm. out, it gets more powerful. Interesting. I had no idea. And then as a kid, I'd always take off the plastic top or the plastic, the rubber piece and At put the a, end? Yeah, and put a push pin in there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just makes it more fun. Oh, God. Oh. What does it want now? I don't know. It's doing the same thing. Uh-oh. <laughs> I can see how this would be distracting in class. <laughs> you just got like 10 kids beeping like one after the other. What if like you were at like a meeting and so, like there some like beeping started happening and you assumed it was like, oh, a pager. But no, then they just pull out their Tamagotchi and they're like, what do you want? Well, did you keep the pull tab? You can kill your child oh, that's true. by putting in the tab. Oh, put it to rest. Wait, maybe I figured out how to feed him. I'm sure there's a mute button. I just learned you can mute the gas station pumps. Oh, he wanted to oh. play. You know I when they like play out. random videos when you're pumping your gas? You can mute that? Yeah, it's like the oh. third button down on the right side and it mutes it. Oh, interesting. I always just watch it because I'm like, well, I'm... I mean, there's nothing better to do. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, I might as well. But you can mute it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. When I went to VidCon in 2019, Nerf had uh, Nerf had it like a, an arena. They had like a huge space where they set up like just like a giant mesh arena castle thing and they would just hand everyone like the most expensive nerf guns that they had and it was so fun like some like especially the battery powered ones they're huge they like take two hands to like operate have oh, yeah. a huge magazine and you just like use it those little yellow balls and it's just like oh this is great i'm just gonna like launch all these nerf balls at these 10 year olds it was so fun nerfs are great yeah. They're a lot of fun. Uh, Who's when, that YouTuber? Is it Mark Rober who does like the video a month of like science-y fun experiments? Yep. He made a giant Nerf gun once. I did see that video, yeah. That was fun. I didn't see it. launch this at Paul. He missed. I didn't do too good. I'll give you the gun if you want. No, it's fine. I feel like you should keep this in the office and then you can fire it at Todd when you want to. <laughs> yeah, maybe. We'll see. Um... Even though these are the only ones you have examples for or have brought with us, are there any others that come to mind, Ethan, that you remember playing with or like really wanting as a kid but never got? No. Oh. I don't. I mean, I remember some. They weren't like particularly desirable, but I remember they were like huge fads in the 90s and kind of stupid. But I don't know if there's anything that I really coveted. Mm. That I can remember. Did you guys ever get into Beanie Babies? I guess that's one of them. Yeah. I, I guess like into Beanie Babies a little bit, but not as crazy as a lot of people. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, I'm sure we've all seen that like now, like pretty infamous photo of like the couple going through a divorce, like splitting up their Beanie Babies yep, in court. In court. That, ooh, that's embarrassing. I know. It is so funny to see. God, shut up. I just <laughs> played with you. I don't know what you want. 
Just put it down. I'm going to try to feed it a meal. Did that work? <laughs> I didn't realize how obnoxious these things were. I don't I, remember them I, at all. I didn't either. That's really, this is pretty funny. I think it's pretty funny. Oh, you can just keep eating, feeding him though. I'm just going to keep feeding him meals. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I guess maybe it is great for, I thought it was like you, like incremental games where it like takes forever for things to happen. Yeah, you like, you, like you push a thing, button every it's few every hours. like two minutes. Yeah, it hasn't been that long. That can occupy a child, no problem. Uh-huh. I just keep feeding him what seems like a loaf of bread. Oh, well, he's finally not hungry anymore. You stupid little asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> he was very hungry though. Probably well, because he had never eaten in his life. Maybe. Um, Beanie Babies, though. <laughs> we were talking about Beanie Babies. My, my like, only exposure to a lot of, like, the things that we've talked about are whenever, like, they had a McDonald's version. So, oh, yeah. like, I think McDonald's had a small, like, very basic Tamagotchi thing. They def- I definitely have a crab and a flamingo Beanie Baby that I got from McDonald's. Like, that's pretty much how I got a lot of these was, like, oh, it comes with a Happy Meal. I was like, well, it's just as good. And it's not as good. I, they're like really small, like they're a small quarter and, the size. They're smaller and crappier. Yeah. I remember I, so when I was a kid, and maybe you guys also did this, I don't know, but I remember that if if you had a special thing that you were saving, we would store it in our underwear drawer. Like that was what my mom suggested to us was like, that's where you keep your treasures. I heard that just as like, I heard it, I heard it as like a TV thing. And I think I remember one day putting my wallet in my underwear drawer and thinking like, this is not where this goes. And I took it out. <laughs> I, I grew up having so much shit in my underwear drawer. And I remember specifically putting the Beanie Babies Probably from McDonald's. Probably gotta wash it. Underwear <laughs> needs to be washed. No, no. I put my shitty underwear in the underwear drawer because it's special. Um, But I, I remember specifically putting the uh, the small Beanie Babies still like wrapped in plastic in my underwear drawer thinking, well, of course these are going to be worth something someday. And I kept those for years. They are worth something these days. Not the McDonald's ones. Oh, yeah. If they're in their original packaging, some of them are worth money. Really? Yeah. Oh, fuck, mm. I think I got rid of them in high school when they weren't worth anything yet. I did that with a lot of things. Oh, you should have. You should have hold. Diamond hands, Paul. I like, had high school. I'm too old for this. Let's get rid of it. Damn. And then you wish you didn't. Probably at the landfill now. <laughs> should have uh, held. I should have. <laughs> should have held on to those Beanie Babies. But, oh well. Paul, is there any other, or uh, is there any particular toy that you remember? Uh, same thing, either having or really wanting? Um, I remember, this isn't really a, God. <laughs> I do not want to give you anything. Oh, my God. This is terrible. This is like a curse. <laughs> um, I love how this unfolded. So, uh, I remember I really wanted a Furby when I was a oh, kid. Oh, Furbies. Yeah. And I mean, Furby was basically like a little, th- it was like a Tamagotchi, but it was bigger and it would and talk furry. to you. Yeah. I don't remember what they did. I remember the craze and I remember having one, but they, like, all I, they just like yelled at you in the middle of the night for no reason. They right? just talk and blink. Yeah. Well, they, they, you had to take care of them like they were a pet and they were programmed to go like randomly off, ra- go off randomly. But also I think that they could respond to maybe like some stimuli. But they they were just like people found out that they were just really obnoxious and you couldn't turn them off. Like sometimes even you could take the batteries out and they would still be going off. Incredible. Yeah. So like people would like have them in their closet and then in the middle of the night it'd be like, play with me. 
play with me. Yeah, that's where all those like creepy pastas probably came from too. Oh yeah, I've seen. I've heard a lot of like the haunted Furby. Mm-hmm. And I remember I never got one, but so not my, even the McDonald's one. I had the McDonald's yeah, one. Yeah. Oh, I did have a, I had McDonald's, a McDonald's one, one too. Um, Only one I ever got. Yeah. Same. Except for so my dad was like a child therapist for a long time. And so I remember the first time I went to his office, I just saw all these fucking fad toys that I had wanted my entire life. There was a Furby, there was this E.T. doll, there was just like everything I ever wanted. And I was like, Dad, you have all these toys that I want. <laughs> and he was like, well, they're not for you. These are for the people I work with. And I was like, this is the worst betrayal I have ever felt. <laughs> and I remember he had a Furby and I was like, how is it? And he's like, it's weird. It goes off at random times. I hate it. He's like, I want to play with it. And he was like, no, you can't even touch it. <laughs> it was so Wait, what other toys were in, were, were in his office? I mean, the what big ones- What did you covet? I, the coveted ones were the Furby and the E.T. doll. You don't remember anything else? No, those are the only ones I remember. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, so I really wanted a Furby and then I also remember, and this isn't a toy per se, but the, uh, remember the Livestrong bracelets? Oh, sure do. Yeah. I remember when those came out and I remember getting, um, not one that said Livestrong, but my friend's parents who were like really, really liberal and like political, they had a bunch that said, I love social security. Cause I think it was at a time when, um, the Republicans in Congress were trying to like gut the program. And so he had one and then he gave me one. So for about a year I wore a, Red Livestrong type <laughs> bracelet that said, I love social security. Are you a churchgoer? Were you a churchgoer as I a kid? I did go to church as a kid. Did you have one of the WWJD? Oh, I saw those. I never had one. You never had one? Mm. The little, what would Jesus do? Yes. Those are like before Livestrong. They were cooler. Cooler than Livestrong? Absolutely not. Oh my God. Stop. <laughs> That was like the purity ring if you're like in elementary school. <laughs> and then in high school, you get the purity ring. <laughs> you guys remember silly bands? Yes. I think I've asked this question on the podcast before. Are those the rubber bands that are shaped like things? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You get like dinosaurs. Yes. You get, uh, I've right. only ever seen a dinosaur one. Maybe a star, a planet oh, of like, some variety. Every shape. I don't understand how they did it. I don't either. Well, I don't either. Probably a mold of some sort. Mm -hmm. Something like that. But that was also the thing. Like, do you remember... Like, were those ever banned at your schools? Silly bands? Yeah. Because they got too crazy? Either that, and there, also, there was also, like, rumors on the playground, like, oh, if, if you see a girl wearing a red silly band, that means she's had sex. Oh, I remember when, you like... You remember that? I remember, like, adults saying that. Adults? But, and then, as a kid, I remember, like, everybody was always like, mm, no. I guess, I guess that would be, like, just, a very, like... Like the news is like reporting on yeah, it, it's like, like as if it's a thing. Children just, are now speaking in a secret code using colored rubber bands. Are your child doing this? Beware. Tonight at 10. Mm -hmm. I don't remember that. Oh, I, I remember that pretty clearly. I don't know if that was specifically the silly bands, but that was a, a thing at some point. I think they may, maybe those were called jelly bands? It's probably two different kinds. Yeah, I two, think so. I mean, there's probably a lot of people that tried to make the same kind of like product under under different names. Mm -hmm. But I remember go, going back to like those like rubber bracelet things and like whenever they were huge, like I, I wanted one. I was like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know any organizations that <laughs> will give me one. And I think I ended up getting one for like dare or mad or some sort of anti-drug thing and thinking just like, well, at least I got one. This is what I have to support now. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like a, 
maybe it, it was a handful of years later, but do you guys remember those like uh, balance bracelets? Oh, the ones popular could, like, when we were in high school. The magnetic ones? Yeah, the ones that would claim to like align your chi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This I holographic sticker will align your chakras and watch if I push on this person's arm, they're not falling down. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'll buy 10. I do remember seeing a lot of kids wearing those and they would be like, yeah, they're magnets that like align your body with like the, a sticker. the equator or like the North and South Pole. It is a well, large. If they actually did anything, you're definitely not supposed to wear more than one. No, no. Or like one on each wrist maybe, but like it's probably having negative effects at some point if they were functional. What Which, a scam. Yeah, I don't think they were. Um, oh, a magnetized thing that I didn't even write down, but just popped into my <gasps> head. Are you thinking of, the wait, let's say it at the same time. One, two, three. The, the clicky, clicky magnets. Yeah, clicky rock magnets. Those things that you would just like toss in the air and they'd go like. Oh, you got to say, Paul, deal with your child. Oh, he took a shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a lie. He legitimately took a shit. I'm going to take a picture of that. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, deal with your progeny. Children are so annoying. Okay, I got to cl clean up his shit. But yeah, I, I never got those because my dad thought they were annoying. And his reasoning wasn't, he didn't want to just tell me they were outright annoying, but he told me that they would ruin our computer <laughs> if I got them near them, so he would not let me get them. Mm. That's valid. It's true. But they were also so annoying. Where did people buy those? I all I, I think people got them from book orders when I was in school, but like, could you just buy them in a store? Yeah, did you ever have like those like, Sciency toy stores. Yeah. Uh, maybe they weren't yes. even toy stores. They were like sciency stores. Yeah. A lot of toys and stuff. I feel like that's the place you'd get something Probably. like that. Probably. Okay, cleaned up his shit. I remember like using those for like throwing those in the air for the first time and just being like so gingerly with it, like, I don't want to break my friend's magnets. <laughs> and just like throwing them up and it's like, it didn't really do much. Well, you didn't throw it high enough. <laughs> It is a satisfying sound. I get why it was popular. Mm -hmm. It was very similar to those. Um, Wait, are we talking? I am thinking of totally different things than you are. You are talking about the oblong. Yeah. Okay. What were you thinking of? I was thinking of the little ball magnets that you can create like towers out of. A connects? No, they were magnets, but they were like tiny little ball bearing size. Oh. And they all like click together. And you can oh, make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they come packaged like in a cube. Yes. Yeah. Mm. That's what I was thinking of. Interesting. But now I do remember the clicky ones that are just obnoxious. <laughs> and it was always like the, uh, the obnoxious kid who would get them too. And then he'd just like be doing in class and the teacher would be like, you can't play with those now. And everybody would be like, why not? <laughs> As every kid is just watching him instead of like whatever lesson they're supposed to mm -hmm. be learning. What other annoying toys did people bring to class that you remember? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like poppers. Do you remember poppers. The, the poppers? Uh -uh. The little plastic domes that you flip inside out? Oh, yep. Oh, yep. I, I don't think anyone those. had those at my, I don't remember those ever being a thing. In my school. I remember those that people would like put them on the table when the teacher was like looking at the board and then it would go off and they'd turn around and like nothing would be happening. But the teacher would be like, you guys got some fucking poppers or something in there. Yeah. I don't remember too many being annoying to me, but the ones that I know were definitely annoying was like myself and like a few friends and maybe a handful of other kids really got into a bouncy ball phase. Mm -hmm. There's just bouncy balls everywhere. Paul, shut your kid up. I don't know what it wants. <laughs> Paul, we are ever approaching funny bit into <laughs> actually annoying. 
I will put this away because I can't get this stop. Unless if I can I kill it by putting the thing back in? Yeah. That's what we said that earlier. That was a suggestion so much long ago. So much long ago. What about the slap bracelets? Oh, yeah. Those, those are also things. annoying. Like you could wear them, but people are just constantly slapping them. Mm-hmm. Mm. I never had one of those. Neither did I. Well, oh. technically we all probably had them because they're all old tape measures. That was the rumor. Smothered my child. He's dead. Or she. Good. They. I'm glad you did it. <sighs> yeah, never had a slap bracelet. Yeah, I remember occasionally people would have them and then it was fun to like slap it around my arm. Um, but I didn't have one myself either. Nope. Nope. I didn't have a lot of things. So uh, a couple of the other ones that I have written down are things that I did not have, but I envied when kids did have them. Uh, silly putty. That was fun. Oh, Take that's like rem- a dollar at a store. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't mean your parents let you have it. Yeah. I remember okay. getting my first silly putty and doing all the things on the back of it. Just like stretch it, bounce it. Stick it on a newspaper and lift it. And see the the print of, you know, uh, the Wizard of Id. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that was one. And then also uh, devil sticks. Do you guys remember devil sticks? What the hell are devil sticks? Those are like circus toys. Like it's actually a thing people juggle with. Yeah, but every kid who had them. So it's two sticks and then you have like one like kind of baton like stick that's got like tassels on it and stuff. And you just use your devil sticks to like throw it up in the air and like move it around. They're called devil sticks? They're called devil sticks. Oh my God. Which is probably the reason why I was not allowed to have them. Yeah, probably. Um, But those were a thing that I remember my friend had and he was like, check out how cool these are. And even I was like, "Mm, those don't (laughs) seem that fun. Seems kind of dumb. I guess uh, on like the topic of like, I guess more performative things, Ethan and I were talking about this while we were waiting for you, but like yo-yos... Mm. You guys have a yo-yo phase. I definitely had, I had a handful of yo-yos. None of them oh, yeah. were good. I eventually learned because like I would see people like, you know, do like a sleeper or like walk the dog and I could never do it. And I think it's because my yo-yos were trash. Oh yeah. I didn't put together in my head as a kid that like you needed to have a good yo-yo to do the good tricks. Yeah. But I did have, uh, had a yo-yo that when you like, when you, released it I guess and when it went down and came back up that force triggered a circuit mm-hmm. and it would light up Ooh. and it would play oh what would it play it would play some sort of classical song and it had like <laughs> a picture of bunnies on the on the yo-yo <laughs> that's very funny yeah I definitely remember. yo-yos were great they had all sorts of things back in the day mm-hmm. but nowadays if you want a yo-yo you're just getting a basic yo-yo which is probably better because they either, work better. You're either getting a basic yo-yo or you're getting like a very hobbyist yo-yo where they give you like, this is what it's made out of and this is how many grams it weighs. You're, either, you're getting one or the other. And people are very particular about the grams that it weighs. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted 45 grams, not 50 grams, you idiot. That's, That's what they lot. said to their mother <laughs> when their mother bought them a yo-yo. Paul, <laughs> oh, uh, you ever yo-yo? I I did briefly. We had so when I was growing up, I like couldn't figure out how to yo-yo, um, but I did get a bop it yo-yo, a bop it yo-yo. Yeah. We can talk about boppets also. Oh yeah, we definitely can talk about boppets. But this bop it yo-yo automatically came back up, so you didn't actually have to learn how to yo-yo. And so when I I had it, and I was like, see, I can yo-yo, and then I would use my bop it yo-yo, and everybody would be like, that's not. <laughs> That's not a real yo-yo. What's, what was bop it? Well, yeah, well, what was the bop it part of the yo-yo? Well, I Flick could, it. 
Flick it. <laughs> I could Flick tell it. you. <laughs> That's all it did. I never had the batteries for the Boppet yo-yo, so I only ever used it as a regular oh, yo-yo. Oh, man. Did it use How like did a- it automatically come up then? That's just you yo-yoing. No, it was like some sort of like spring or something in there. Oh, interesting. Just bring it back up. Because it, it would not stay down. It was like just like a auto. It was like a measuring tape. Did it? It would automatically come back up. And then you'd slap it around your wrist. Yes, exactly. <laughs> did it use like a button cell battery that you didn't have at home and therefore never went to the store to go buy? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I have There's no idea. There's so many toys I had like that. I was like, well, we don't have this battery here. Guess I'll never get this battery. Guess I'll just move it around in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you did with your toys when the batteries yeah, ran you, out? Pretty much. Yeah. Use the old bop it yo-yo in the tub. I didn't use the bop it yo-yo in the tub, but I did get a real yo-yo at one point because um, there was this guy who came to our school who like did yo-yo tricks. And I, I don't know if he gave us yo-yos or if like I got one after that, but I remember like thinking I'm going to get into yo-yos. And so I like, would just like bring it and put it in my pocket and then just like yo-yo around. Cause I think I saw that on a TV show too, where like somebody was like, my new thing is going to be yo-yos. And it was like a bit. And I was like, I'm going to do that, but for real. And I kind of lost, I lost interest in it because I wasn't very good at it and I didn't want to learn. You should bring it back. That'd be just walking around town with your yo-yo. Yo-yo in all over. There was a a yo-yo at work in my philosophy class one time when I was in college there was a kid in an upper division class who at one point brought out his yo-yo and was doing yo-yo tricks for everybody I remember waiting for class and seeing people bust out yo-yos in college they were really good at it they were people who were good at yo-yos are great if they're busting it out in college they better be good at it they better not be struggling to bring it back up don't waste our time if you're just gonna (laughs) let it go to the ground college is just one of those places where things will just resurface because like I think I don't know. I feel like I, maybe I'm just making this up, but I feel like there was a time when we were in college or when I was in college, I say we, as in me and Paul, where like Hacky Sack kind of made a little bit of a comeback. Oh yeah. I was huge into Hacky Sack in eighth grade. Three Hack Whack. Everybody in college at all points in history has been into Hacky Sack still. Mm -hmm. It's like only exists there. No, the biggest, I mean, speaking of fads, the biggest fad I think was slacklining. Oh yeah, yeah. That was the big thing. That's still going on, is it not? I haven't seen a slackline in so long. I saw one two years ago. <laughs> That's more recent than I've seen one. Could you guys ever do it? Could you ever walk across? I don't think I've ever done it. I was never invited. Me, me neither. I th- everybody who had a slackline definitely had it because they wanted girls to come over and try to slackline so they could like hold their hands as they walk across. That is, I'm positive, the only reason why anybody <laughs> ever had a slackline or set it up and set it up in public. Probably. That's entirely Well, it. where are you going to set it up otherwise? In your yard, at your house. These are youngish kids. Yeah. And that's the only reason they had a slack line. Otherwise, they wouldn't be setting I it up at all. I guess youngish kids live with their parents. I was thinking like college-age kids living in an apartment. Yeah. That's, but and they're going to go do it in a park. Because they don't have a place to put it in their apartment or yard because they don't have a yard. Right. And they probably didn't want to do it just for their own sake. <laughs> that's you got to get that slack line clout. Yeah. Because yeah, you're either trying to like use it to like hit on girls or impress people. Like, look at this. I can do a slack line. Yeah. Are you actually slack lining if there's no one there to see it? No, not at all. <laughs> you have to have lots of people watching you. That's part, part of the definition of slack line. Mm-hmm. Nailed it down. Perfect. Yep. Um, so when we were first... When I first talked to Ethan about doing this episode, we like Googled like fad toy like lists because we were like, well, what are some other fad toys? Like maybe it'll spur our memory. 
And so many things on this list that we found were just like toys that have endured for hundreds of years, some of them. <laughs> yeah. Ethan was telling me about some of them. He was like, I don't think that counts as a fad. If it was at the time, it certainly is not now. Yeah. Like one of them was Monopoly, which has been a popular game <laughs> oh, I forgot about since that the 20s until today to the new 20s. Just wild. Mm -hmm. And then like Game Boy was on there. I want to talk about Monopoly for a second. Okay. Let's talk Monopoly. Yeah, let's talk Monopoly. Just, just briefly. Yeah. Because I loved Monopoly growing up. I probably still do, but nobody ever wants to play. It's a long game and you don't make friends. Yeah. But there was the Monopoly and then there were all the offshoots of Opelies that yeah. weren't actually Monopoly. Mm -hmm. The prices were different. The amount of money you started with, everything was different. And I don't like it. Did you have mm. any of them? No. Oh. Friends had them. I had like Monopoly the dog. That was my favorite. But there was also Dogopoly. <laughs> Hated it because it's different. Mm -hmm. The money values are different. Mm. Or not values, but like the property values are different. The amount of money you Some start people with, would probably like that change. Like, oh, look at this. It's like a new version of the game. Well, Strategies it's new, are different. Monopoly now. the dog was a new version. <laughs> it's because you know how the game works. Like I could, I was so into Monopoly. I could set up the whole game without reading directions and like, I don't know. See, Maybe that's not that exciting, but. We, we had Star Wars Monopoly when I was growing up and that one was actually like really cool. It was the exact same prices as normal Monopoly, but the places were all just like Star Wars places. See, that's, I'm okay with that. That's the way to go. Mm -hmm. Didn't you also have Helenaopoly? I did. I we, My parents. See, but that's the fake. Uh, if it's Helenaopoly. Nope. Yeah, it Get was it. the fake one. And it was terrible because, I mean, you'd think like, oh, this is going to have landmarks from this small town. But no, how they organized it was that you could bid on the different like properties and then your business would be that property. So all of it was like insurance companies <laughs> and like law offices. Like there was no like Helena landmarks or anything. There wasn't like the fire tower or like the parrot, like candy store. It was like law, like... McGill and Brian and Bryanston law offices for like boardwalk and like Hickory insurance was like are those, park place. Are those Helena place? They're just like, yeah, so just like lame. local businesses that aren't even fun. It was but the, they are, they are Helena local businesses. Yes. Okay. It was just so, so stupid. What a lame form of advertising. Mm -hmm. um, but let's see some other things that were on that list, I think were like, uh, what were some of the other ones? Do you remember, Ethan? Well, the ones I talked about earlier were like PlayStation and, okay, and Game Xbox. Boy. And like they're listing like a specific version. Yeah, Xbox 360 was yeah. up there. And you're like, well, I guess it's a fad because it's not really around anymore. But like if you look at the lineage of it. So it, it, it's it's, in, it's holding up. It's not it's, like a It wasn't even a fad thing. at the time. Like no, the I, Xbox 360 was incredibly popular from the start mm -hmm. and maintained it. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't remember other things on there. Power Rangers, maybe. Yeah. All these Which, Pokemon is on there. And it's like all these things. I are guess still, they had a huge happening. following in the 90s and they kind of tailed off, but they're kind of, a lot of them are making a comeback. Yeah. Whoever, if, if they actually put Pokemon on that list and they should, whatever, whoever wrote that should have all journalistic things taken away from them. It is the highest grossing franchise in the world. Pokemon? Yeah. What? Mm hmm. That's wild. I would have thought it would have been, uh, Zoo toys. Zoo toys? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that, that, I think that was another fad that I saw, but I didn't have anything to do with. I don't remember that. I don't either. Are they just toys of zoo animals? Probably. Just like plastic toys you buy in a little. I think they were stuffed. 
Oh, I do know what you're talking about now. Oh, I don't. I think. I just I read it on the internet. Now I'm saying it online. I mean, on the podcast, not online. Do little green army men count as fad toys? Mm, Are they still around? Don't, yeah, you can They're still, still around. around. I don't know if that counts as a fad, though. They've been pretty popular for it's a long pretty time. pretty mainstay. I mean, I guess Toy Story had a lot to do with that. I guess I also don't really know what... I don't know. I never really looked up the definition of a fad. You just kind of know it when you see it. Yes. I mean, clearly nobody who wrote these lists looked at the definition of fad either. You guys remember that fad episode on Arthur? Yeah, where they, they have like the... Little squishy things. Oh, I think they were called Woogles. Woogles, yeah. yeah. What are Woogles? They, they were just what's like a dumb... Woo, what's a Woogle? Dumb little plastic. <laughs> They're kind of like silly putty. Like, I don't like know. They, they they were just kind of... They they were exactly what you'd expect a fat toy to be like. Like, you can stretch them and they make funny sounds and you can bounce them. Take it on a walk. Like Stretch Armstrong? Kind of, but they looked like uh, little jelly beans, and they had cute faces, and everyone was oh. collecting them except for Arthur. And instead, he got a wuggle. Yeah. Oh, you don't want a wuggle. And it was the same thing, and it was like, no, guys, it's the same thing. And then he like tried to stretch it, and it's hard plastic, and he couldn't, and he tried to bounce it and just made a hollow thud on the ground. <laughs> and then he starts the new fad of bottle caps at the very end. That click. Those yeah. like, clicky, like... Um, Snap-a-lit. Snap-a-lit, mm-hmm. exactly. And then I, everybody probably, wants those. That was probably right around the time that, like, they introduced, like, tamper-evident mm. lids. Probably. Because I remember thinking, like, whoa, bottle caps. I, can get a, I can't get a Woogle, but I can get a bottle cap. And I remember playing with a bottle cap because of that episode. Just like, Me wow, too. I'm having so much fun just clicking this little thing. It smells like fruit. Just like Arthur. <laughs> this is great. What about those? I think they call them water snakes, but they were those squishy things. They oh. had like, mm-hmm. they look very suggestive. I don't know what you actually call them. And like they every were, two year old was like chewing on them. Yeah, but they're like really slippery. You can't grab them. There's like a hole in the middle to stick your dick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember those that you would buy. Like, I feel like toy stores in the mall specifically had those. Oh, yeah. And they would have like, like the sparkles. little kiosks in the middle of the aisle way. Mm, yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, those things were, even as a kid, those always kind of grossed me out. because They I was were weird. Like, this is just like, what, but that was what like, is this? That was short lived. Yeah, those aren't around much. I feel like they would pop pretty easily, too. Yes, probably. Hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I don't know what to call them. Did they have a name? I don't think they did. I feel like they were just like squishy tubes. <laughs> it's just weird. Carnival Barker just <laughs> trying um, to sell some squishy tubes. Come get your squishy tube. Put your dick I mean, in they this. were fun Stop to it. play with when you're at the toy store. You're just like squeezing them all over the place. It but. sounds kind of familiar. I bet if I saw a picture of one, I would recognize it. Oh, absolutely. But I, it is, it is, I, I don't even know what to Google. Anything. So I won't try. Water snake. <laughs> the, uh, the last thing that I have written down here is uh, like pens that were built specifically for spinning. Spinning oh, pens. I don't know what this is. Ethan is showing me a picture of what these things are. Yep, that's exactly what I was thinking. Of. And I, mm-hmm. I do not know what that is. I feel like it was a thing that my little brother got when he was like a baby. Like mm. it wasn't a thing that I got as a kid, but he got it. He was about five years younger than me. But spinning pens. I don't remember spinning pens. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I, I, I don't remember even how I learned about it. it Might have been like a video on YouTube or something. But when I learned about it, just like pure coincidence, uh, I went to Shopco to like get back to school stuff and they had 
pens that were built specifically for spinning. And the only thing that made them different was that they were longer. So the center of grab, like the, so that the, the balance was a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when you spun it around your thumb, it wouldn't like fall over or whatever. And I remember getting that pen and just like, I'm just going to learn how to spin pens and I can spin a pen one way and that's it. Wow. I'd like to see that. You got a pen over there? Uh, There's a Sharpie behind your laptop if that works. I was always jealous of the kids spinning pens in class. They got really crazy. I tried to do it and I'm like, I'm just throwing my pen on the ground constantly and the teacher's mad. I <laughs> did uh, I did get uh, like, not yelled at, but like, hey, stop doing that in driver's ed because <laughs> I kept dro- dropping the pen. Huh. Uh, but the only thing that I can do, and we'll see if I can do it now, is uh, just spinning it around my thumb. Wow. Like, that's the that only thing. Cool. I mean, it's, yep. That I ever, that I ever learned and still retained. Um, but I'll see videos on YouTube every now and then. I was just like, oh, I should learn how to spin pens again. I did the like flip it through the fingers, but I wasn't very good at I, it. I could never do that. Not I, like, like very slowly, like <laughs> and methodically, not like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like I, it, it, I still cannot believe the coincidence of just like learning about this very niche thing and then going to like Shopko is not a huge, it's not, it's no Walmart. Mm-mm. But then, like, going to the store and then seeing, like, wow, a product made specifically for this very niche thing I just learned about. And then I bought it. I think it was, like, 10 bucks. It was also a pretty nice pen. $10 for a pen. Mm-hmm. Wild. Had a cap on both ends. You could use two sides of the pen to write with. Wow. That's pretty cool, honestly. Mm-hmm. I feel like I would, I never even heard of these. I don't think they were popular. Because mm. you could also just get a, a normal pen and then put a cap on both sides and get the same effect. Fair enough. They were like mini batons. Exactly. Mini, mini yes. devil sticks. Mini devil sticks. Yes. Can you imagine in class devil sticks? Like, <laughs> like just kidding the back. Tiny just ones. like. <laughs> well, pen, pen tapping was that a thing in your school where people just like trying to beatbox with pens? No. On the desks. Huh. I remember this in high school, like when I was a freshman in high school, that yeah. being a thing of just like I'm going to make a sick beat. It's like, all right, whatever. No one cares. <laughs> I just went to annoying things at school now. I'm on a new topic. Well, I guess uh, with that, uh, we're probably reaching time because Paul has to go do stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we have any final thoughts or anything else we want to sneak in for fad toys before we start to wrap up the episode? I don't. I mean, I just want to say anybody making a listicle of fad toys Maybe uh, learn what a fad is. That's my. <laughs> that's gonna be my thing. I throw out there. Yeah. The, the one I never had and didn't really want. I was out of the age bracket. But the huge biggest fad was Tickle Me Elmo. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Never, too when old that, for it. It was also. It was basically the same time that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie came out when he had to buy the like Turbo Man. The oh, Christmas jingle one. all the way. Yeah, jingle all the way, and like he had to fight people for the Tickle Me Elmo or the 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 Turbo Man. Mm-hmm. I feel like. They happened at the same time, and that but was then, that was what was happening with Tickle Me Elmo. People couldn't get it. They just they wanted Elmo it. so They bad. just wanted to tickle. They wanted to tickle that little red monster. Because <laughs> he's going to laugh. He's going to laugh. You know he's going to laugh. And he's going to love it. But that's all I got. Well, if you have uh, any fun toy memories that you would like to share with us, you can, of course, do so on Instagram and Twitter at NES underscore pod. And that's also where you can tell us if uh, we should get a hotline. <laughs> What else? Uh, you can also let us know via email. And that email is nostalgia system podcast at gmail.com. 
And of course, support for the show can be given on Patreon, my favorite website, patreon.com slash NES underscore pod. Ethan, is there anything that you would like to plug at this time to like 20 people, a lot of which you may know, some of whom you may know. So I, I don't think so. That's a very valid answer. Mm-hmm. In fact, Paul, is there anything that you would like to plug at this time? Nope. Cool. Nothing at all. Of course. And with that, uh, thank you to Moonraker Music for composing our theme song, Scanlines. You can find them on the internet at Moonraker or at Moonraker Music. That's Moon, R-A-Y-K-E-R. Paul, what's next week's episode? I think we're talking magic. It's magic time, baby. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Nostalgia Entertainment System, brought to you by listeners like Joe.